Hello and welcome back to another episode of STS. Hi, I'm Renee Scavington. This is Tom Coppola. We've been away for a couple weeks and we're back to talk about things in the world of parkour once again. And uh, we're rewinding for there's a lot a lot has happened in terms of videos. Yeah, it feels good to be back. Uh, it does feel good to be back. Can you hear us? Can there? you hear <laughs> in the in the ether? That's always a good question. If you can't hear us, say something, and we'll try to fix it. Otherwise, uh, we need to we need to start talking about videos and stuff. So we yeah, have uh, t was it two weeks ago now that uh, Modus Projects just kind of dropped the bomb. The bomb. Yeah, on everything. <laughs> the bomb video. I like the way you put that. <laughs> it was because uh, that's what it felt like to me. I, I mean, I I woke up one day and I don't know if they made any sort of mention via social media or anything that they were going to be putting up a video because for me it was just like i woke up and it was modus projects times run london resurgence and i was like this looks cool oh my god 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 and that was kind of how it went yeah no it was uh it was a surprise for me as well i didn't uh, expect to see that video and i didn't expect it to be banger 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 <laughs> Uh, what was the most like surprising moment of that video for you? Uh, I I think the the side pre to the rail was just. I mean, it's not. I, it's, the thing is, it's not surprising. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, um, you know, Max Barker's been doing like side pre's like so clean. You know, since I've seen him, um, in you know, in the spotlight. So it's not that surprising. But that was kind of the the moment that was. That was like, oh wow, right? Like that. That's that was the the highlight of the the video, I think. Yeah, I think that's what most people are commenting on is like the the most surprising part of the video, or like the the biggest part of the video. The, but it, there's still some other oh yeah like, crazy stuff in there. Well, the the interesting thing is, so like, I mean, everybody's talking about this. This video is like the best parkour video that's ever come out, right? That's, you know, because it's like a, a mix of like, you know, all of some, or a lot of the top talent, next generation, um, basically kids. <laughs> and, uh, and, and they've sort of taken the level to the, you know, they've taken it to the next level. Um, but I actually, I found that the video itself as a watch I'm going to be like the probably the only person that's going to say this is like uh I I well I, I didn't like the song and I felt like I didn't have any room to breathe in between big awesome uh, moves. A lot of people are complaining about the song and it but I actually uh I was actually digging it. Um to me it was just very very reminiscent of another great video which was uh the other one is with Jaden Clark. What's the, it? The, storm, I, the uh, name is escaping me right now. London Damn is it. burning. London is burning. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought about that. Thank you. Because well, well, <laughs> uh, that one had... It, people complain about that song too. And I, I think it, that one was a little bit more palatable, I guess, as, as far as a song choice. Mm -hmm. But there was still kind of the similar complaints. Like, oh, the song's too, too crazy or out of it. Uh, I... I I think it's just fitting for for the subject matter. Yeah, no, it it, it makes sense, and um, uh, I I actually liked that song better, the London is Burning song, 
And I felt like if that song was used in Resurgence, well, if they just used it again or like they, used it, well, in the you know, it, I mean, in a in a different world, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it would have been like super fitting, um, but but yeah, I don't know. It was just it was really like overwhelming. It just didn't it didn't the the it didn't feel right. But I mean, it it did it did match with like the the tone that they're trying to set, right? It's just like super fast pace and just like. We're gonna do bangers, all videos, or all the whole video, right? But, um, but that's actually like that's actually a complaint of mine about the video is that it was like too overwhelming. There's too many good things in it back to back. I mean, that's I, probably I a good complaint. I, I didn't think I would ever like complain about that in a parkour video, but like it, it honestly, it's like I don't have any time to like to reflect in between some of the crazy stuff that happens because it's just like, oh no, my brain has to process this other crazy thing that happened. Yeah. I think my initial uh, comment on the video, I can't remember if I posted or not, which was just, I have to rewatch this. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that's basically how it felt was I have to rewatch this thing. It's it's kind of funny that they chose to go short, uh, short and hard hitting like that with the other sort of projects that especially Giles is involved in right now where he's it's let's longer edits um you know like with the store RCA <clears throat> that's going to be a longer edit video yep. so it's it's just kind of a I don't I don't know if that is uh that is surprising but going with a with a shorter edit instead of, instead of a longer one when kind of we're that's that's what we're working on right now and mm-hmm. uh yeah, I don't really know where I was going with that, but uh. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's um, it was fast paced, short, and really sweet, right? <laughs> it was it had uh, it had a lot of crazy stuff in it, but um, yeah, was the for you was the side pre to the rail was that the the highlight of the video? It actually wasn't, and I out? I might be crazy, but for some reason I thought I had already seen it. And I, I don't know why I was like insisting to someone that I'd already seen it. Uh, and just knowing that that seems to be one, like what Max Barker is getting known for mm-hmm. is that sort of thing. Like there's, there's a video of him just drilling a uh, side flip to sticking like a, a regular ledge, mm-hmm. but it's such a clean stick that everyone's like, Oh, this is the, this is better than most people would stick to some normal precision and right. he's doing a, a side flip and it's, you know, the side flip and then you come up face facing front, um, which is different than how a lot of people were doing side flip pre's or side flipping across gaps in the past where it was just kind of standard facing sideways, um, either exiting facing back the way you came. So kind of going shoulder in a bit too much or, or just coming out sideways, but this kind of newer, newer style of turning front obviously allows you to stick edges, which I don't think was in people's heads a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, like um, side pre's have been done to rails, but like along in the same path, right? It, it was sort of still aligned with the way a side flip naturally yeah. um, is positioned, but it's the whole quarter turn forward thing that is is. I mean, it, it's not that new. People have still been doing it. It's just Max has taken it to this next level. Yeah, I, I, I just don't recall even last year seeing people stick landings mm-hmm. out of them. Yeah. You know, I'm going to side flip, face forward, and 
Well, Boom. he he did it in the uh, the Origins uh, project. I guess that was last year. That was last year. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think this is the coolest thing about the way the sport has been progressing is like you know, you know, people, you know, when I first started parkour, it was crazy to me that people could just jump to railing and like stay on it, right? And now like it's like the accumulation of all this like development of the sport and you know this 15 year old kid is able to do a rail like a rail pre but with a side with an er inversion right it, it's 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 a cool thing to see the sport progress to it's a it's we're really in a cool stage uh of parkour yeah man we got some other moments in that video too uh where kellen does is it? I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of lost. I have to watch the video again to see kind of what move it is. But he goes, he does like a diving pass over over two walls. They, they look similar to the IMAX walls, but it's definitely a different oh. location. Is yeah. it like a touchdown A twist or, yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls it a touchdown A twist, but yeah, that's basically what it is. Okay. Um, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, that was super. That was a, that's a huge gap, and like people yeah. people don't really do that. That's not like something well, it's that a, you see. It's another kind of like innovative move that. Uh, it's coming just out of that crew. Mm -hmm. uh, it's <laughs> the other thing I actually wanted to talk about today is uh, just because we'll be talking about another video from that part of the world, but just how, um, at least in the video world, the UK is like back into dominance yeah, in the sport. Yeah, there yeah. was there was a period of time where um, even just talking to guys from the UK, where they and they might still feel this way, but where there was talk about oh, the the scene is dead. The scene in the UK isn't what it used to be back in the, you know, the Dan Danny and Phil era, we'll yeah. call it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where, you know, like the, the Ampi Sound videos were coming out. There, I can't remember the names of them, but where it was just, it just looked like, like there was a very, yeah, like, you have, yeah, yeah. have Livewire, you have Daniel Baca, you have Philly D, and then everybody else. And, and those seem like kind of like the golden days, and then... Uh, and, and that could just be the outside perspective or certain people's opinions, you know. Mm -hmm. But after that, a lot of people were saying, oh, the community in the UK is dead. And now we have Store coming out with everything they're coming out with. Uh, the the Broom and Parkour, the, uh, Run London, and, and Storm all just yeah. well, coming out with amazing... This is innovative videos, right? This is the thing. It's it, you know, it, it, you know, you could look at it as like the golden era where like everybody was together and training together. Um, but the reason you look at it that way is because the community was a lot smaller and it was much more rare to see somebody else practicing parkour. So you all kind of came together, and that's the same is true for in the U.S. Uh, I'm sure in in Canada as well, right? So. Um, but you know now you see so for a while i think when people were like oh you know the the community is dead it's because there were groups that were splintering off and like you know instead of like hanging out with everyone that does parkour you're like hanging out with the people that you enjoy being around more uh, or are fit your demographic better you um, think the lack of the like bigger jam togetherness is is the same thing as saying the community is dead though just, just to play devil's advocate here, like if you know, because if if you have uh, jams happening and everyone's together and it feels like this very large group, but it is also like a tight group, and then that group splits off into like separate teams, and there's not as many community events or or big jams going on. Isn't wouldn't that be kind of like the same as the community 
dying a little bit? Um, it's but it but it's not because you look at like something like uh, the Nye is, uh, sorry, uh, the I can't remember the I, name. I, of I know what you're talking about uh, the jam, but it was to celebrate um, Nye's from Brumans, um, you know, life, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that that brought together hundreds of people, right? And um, you know, I I don't know I still have yet to be you know to go to the uk so i don't really even know what it's like but i imagine that you know when when events are put together you know it's probably rarer that they happen but when they are put together um like uh when horsham banned parkour they had a big jam right like when those events happen people come out for them um and I think the same is true all around uh, North America too. Like the big jams still happen, and people still go to them. Hubble, uh, Beast Coast, um, you know, Fool's Jam, whatever. Uh, we just went to Bay Jam. There wasn't like a crazy amount of people, but there was a you know, there's a good number of people who are you know from that yeah. area. I I think I'm more in agreement with you in that people were excited that they're doing something new. That was still parkour still had a very new feel six or seven years ago versus versus now if you're doing parkour now it's established the the scenes and the communities and the teams are established so you're you're coming into something that's already established maybe it doesn't feel quite as special as it did six right. or seven years ago yeah i i'm i'm agreeing with you there i i mean i get nostalgia all the time um, thinking back to like when I was first starting parkour, the way it felt, um, the community that I felt, um, I still feel community now, but i I just happened to feel it with a tighter knit group of people that I, you know, uh, associate myself with uh, or get along with. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a matter. It's, you know, you, it's something that, you know, I've had to tell myself is I don't have to get along with everybody that does parkour. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember someone saying that to me, like, uh, or not saying the opposite. Basically, a couple of years into parkour, where there was a big theme of, I've never, I've never met anyone that does parkour that I don't like. And I'm thinking, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens. You know, there's gonna be people that you know you just don't don't gel with as much. And there's a there's a big generation gap as well. I mean, like you and I are, um, you know, well, you're 30. <laughs> 31, man. 31, sorry. Well, you're, you know, 30s, right? Um, you know, I'm getting up there, too. I'm getting close to the to the three decades mark. <laughs> uh, but a lot of the, the I, I go to jams all the time, and, you know, I, I like, I'm, you know, hanging out with, with people, and then I realize, oh, I'm, like, the only adult here. <laughs> or, or um, <laughs> you know, I'm not, a, I'm the only one that's not a teenager, right? right. And that, um, that, that gen- I mean, and, and the cool thing is, um, that it doesn't seem to matter because I, you know, I still get along with a lot of people in parkour, but there's a generation gap there as well. So, um, you know, there's going to be things that I think about or have experienced in my life that, you know, some of the people that I'm around at a jam just like haven't. And so there's a divide, um, that's based on age and that's just one factor. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the other is, is, is training age too training age the, too, yeah. the funny thing though is those those numbers always get smaller the the bigger they get you know i i just remember a time thinking oh you know i've trained for six years and you trained for three years mm. trained double the amount of time right yeah. 
and then it becomes I've trained for 13 years, you've trained for 10. It doesn't sound like as much, it's, it's kind of evens out at that point, right? Yeah. And the sa same thing with age, like there's so many kids from this community that are, that are adults now, you know, that I, that I knew and I start, when I, when I started uh, seeing them at jams or in classes, you know, I was 21 years old and they were 13 mm -hmm. and now they're, 20, 23, I don't know the math, but <laughs> yeah. they're in their early 20s and I'm, and I'm 31 years old and it's like, oh, we're the same now. Yeah. We're both, we're, <laughs> we're both grown men. Cool. All right. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, <laughs> Do you want to grab a beer? We can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, that's legal now. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. I, I, I kind of want to go back to the video really quick. Yeah. We're, um, we're way off. We got way off topic, but it was, it was good. It's cool. It's been a while yeah, since uh, we, we were able to go off topic. Yeah. We haven't spoken to each other since <laughs> the last episode of STS. Um, no, but so, so the resurgence video, it, it was something that I, I had noticed and it was, um, you know, it's not necessarily a, uh, a bad thing, but I just wanted to bring it up and it's, it's, Interesting to see the style that's developed in the in the London community. Um, it's like basically like massive Kongs and like big flips, um, but like like flip gaps and stuff like that. And then like um, there's like on, there's only a handful of those of of clips in that video where it's like you know I'm gonna use the word um, there's like you know. <laughs> Uh, lighter technical movement. <laughs> I, I, I see where you're going. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like you know, I want to say like three clips in it in the whole video where it's like lighter technical movement. The rest of it's like Jaden Clark doing a massive front flip punch, Rudy. Um, or that was actually one of my uh, more surprising moments yeah. when we were talking about that earlier. Uh, was was uh, was that combo by Jaden Clark? See, I, I think I had seen it in. An Instagram video that he so you're posted. Having the same, see, and that's that's how I felt. <laughs> Max is real for you. Yeah. I thought I'd already seen it. But. And uh, and and it, but it was it was like a different angle. It was like a phone clip, and mm -hmm. I remember being like super blown away by that. And then when I saw it in the video, I was like, oh, cool, like that makes sense. Um, but do you, do you notice? Do you did you notice this like very specific style? And it's it's. Um, that's kind of around that community where it's like. Well, I think that that video, moves. but but that video was a, was about that, because because those guys, if you follow them, they're training on on Instagram. They they do smaller movement. They do, uh, it, but but again, it's I think what you're saying is it's not like a it's not like a gup video, or where we're seeing not, it's not cavemen. Mm, that too, yeah. Do you know what not, I mean? It's not like, like a technical descent or, or or finding these roof spots where they can, you know, create create lines. It's it's like there's two walls. I'm gonna do big old flip over it and then tumble out of it. Or it, it's like pushing whatever. pushing the movement on like the more basic structures. Yeah. When, in like a really powerful way. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying there. Um, yeah, I, I just I thought that was kind of interesting because. Um, you know, there, there is, there's, there's like a well-roundedness to the, to the video, but there's also like a very highly specialized aspect to the video. And I, it's, it's hard for me to kind of put it into words, but it, it feels like, it feels like, wow, they have a very specific style of big power moves, big power flips, big double Kongs, big Kongs. And it's, and it's very specific to those moves. And it has 
less emphasis on putting line more, you know, you know, chill yeah. lines with, together. <laughs> with the exception of a couple of things too, it's all classic London spots. Right. Um, ex, you know, except for excluding stuff where like, for example, Max's, Max Brumman's, uh, What's his actual last name, by the way? Barker. Barker. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, his the the step up. Basically, it's like he goes to that spot. Okay, there's a block I can step up on, and I think I can side flip to that rail. That's pro that's probably what he discovered someday. Yep. You know, there's nothing special about that spot. That's a pretty standard wheelchair access. Rail yeah. Most people most people just walk by that as not really a spot where you can do a lot to train on it because if we're link if we're looking at just that. That rail pre is just a pre. It's not a very big rail pre until you go upside down and then land on it. Um, that 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 video too. The uh, the behind the scenes of that. I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, I I just found that I don't know if you agree, but I found that the bounce backs to me were more impressive than what he actually did with the line. Um. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like controlling, just being able to control bounce back compared to actually landing on top and then well, going out of it. Because I guess we're we're calling it he, he we're calling it he did he did a precision. He he at no point did he stick it, and I'm not trying to take anything away from it because that would be an incredible feat on its own. But basically, the the intent and the finished product was that he was going to essentially do a plyo. Uh, but it's almost it's not, I almost don't even count it as a plyo because the next block he has to jump to is so close that he can basically overshoot and then kind of skip to it but th at the same time it doesn't look like he overshot it it looks it like looks really he controlled, controlled yeah, yeah. the hell out of it that's, that's and true. then moved yeah. out of it you know very deliberately yeah i'm i'm, I'm sounds like i'm poo-pooing on it right now but yeah, uh no. what i'm what i'm trying to say is that uh to me the, the fact that he did uh one bounce back where it was like very toesy and then kind of did I think he ended up doing three bounce backs in total before calling it quits. That was really impressive to me because uh, if if you've jumped to a rail before, overshooting a rail is a lot easier than undershooting a rail. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, no, like the, the watching that process, um, it, it was it was actually, you know, compared to the other behind the scenes uh, videos that Giles has been putting out, that one was like the least that was like the the most anticlimactic because it's like when he like finally does it and it's just like oh and he did it and then he did like repeats it yeah. five why is times. he still going it's oh like, he wanted to he wanted to swing through yeah. okay no. <laughs> that, that was yeah it was it was kind of but it was really cool to, that he was able to demonstrate that consistency mm -hmm. and uh respect that he actually walked away from it because you know I think it could easily get in your head that like, oh, I didn't really get it the way I wanted to. So you're just going to keep doing it to keep doing it. And, you know, he started to put less power into it. And mm -hmm. so and and something so technical like that, man, like it's really easy. Like it's really easy to just uh, to try to keep going at it and like and then just start failing it because you're just some something about your brain is just doing it wrong. Um so, and, you know, respect to him that he walked away when, when he, when he did, because I, I don't think he needed to prove that he could do a swing, you know, two corks. Right. I, I don't think he needed to do that. No. He needed to prove that. Right. Like he, he already proved that he's a 15 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> 
We don't, we don't need to see him do, uh, you know, a swing cork. Um, but, yeah. Going back to what you said earlier about the video, I, I about it just being too much at once, I, I think it would actually be really cool to see a behind-the-scenes edit of the whole thing. So a half-an-hour video that kind of shows the break. Because right now it's coming out in episodes. Like, and I understand, I understand the, the reason for that, but it would be... It would be cool after all the episodes are out if another edit came out where I could just sit down and watch a half an hour breakdown of like the whole the whole video. That would be very cool. I'm sure it's more work for Giles. Nah, <laughs> just put the episodes together. You can do it. Um, I I um I've been really enjoying those behind the scenes videos. Uh, in particular, I really appreciated the Luke Stone's Double Kong. I haven't watched that one yet. And I'll tell you and I'll tell you why because in the video that happens. And like I said, it's like because of the video, it's like there's no room to breathe. I didn't even know he did that double Kong. Oh, you missed it. I just, <laughs> like I mean, just kind I just, of, yeah, it, just, I, it, I was, it went by like it was nothing. <laughs> and that behind the scenes was really cool. It was a really cool process to watch him go through because he, um, you, you start to appreciate the scale of it because he's working up to it in, in different ways. Like he's practicing doing like the dive Kong or he's just conging over the first wall and just taking the drop to see like to gauge distance and power. And he's doing other dive Kongs that are easier to do, but um, you know, you know, for him, but still like challenging in some ways. So uh, yeah, that, that was a really cool process to watch. And I am, and you get to really appreciate that clip a lot more once you see him go through the process um and i'd like to see that in more parkour videos because like a, like so much of parkour is just highlight reels not the process that it takes you know to get there yeah i mean we've we've talked about this here before where uh personally i just feel like i'm 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 hungry for for longer break like we talked about that when we were talking about jason paul's freeze running video how I mean, for me, I didn't appreciate the finished product as much as I appreciated the the blogs, except for like the parts where he's just running around and eating food and stuff like that. But did, did you see it? Did you see how we cut his head up? I actually haven't watched oh, it yet. Oh, you I didn't watch it. Uh, don't ruin it for you, me. You don't want, okay. No spoilers, please. All right. <laughs> cool. Um, cool. So I think we can. Do, do you want to move on? Um, yeah, I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about Unbound. Yeah, the unbound. unbound trailer with the. Can we talk about the intro first? Can we talk about? Yeah, yeah. We talk, talk about, about Zeitgeist. Yeah, <laughs> right, we sent we sent this to our like broadcast guy Andrew, our, our broadcast guy for um, sport parkour, and uh, just like this, like this is the best, like this is gonna be the best parkour video ever made, or like this this trailer alone is potentially one of the best parkour videos ever made. And he's like, "What's with the Zeitgeist intro?" <laughs> like, this is zero, just completely. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, when I watch stuff like that, I, I don't, it's not really my taste when I watch like really epic intros to parkour videos. Cause I'm already in it. I already know yeah. what parkour is, but, but I appreciate it. And I, and I understand why that's, why that's part of the video. And I, and I, I think other people really like it. Yeah. It was, it was like poetry. It was nice. Yeah. Who I want to know who did the voiceover too. Yeah, I don't know. I want to know where like if it it almost felt like it could have been just from another video entirely, like not even for parkour. That that voiceover was just taken from Yeah, I from mean something maybe, else. but I I doubt it. I feel like it was yeah. 
purpose made but if it wasn't then you know good job on sourcing that clip <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so unbound uh Woo! some of the biggest things ever i mean like i mean we were just talking about some of the biggest things ever in resurgence but like you know potentially even bigger because like phil doyle and dylan baker <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um yeah i can't wait to see this film yeah it's, i, I want to know when it's coming out the, the, like just just a trailer alone is is one of the best parkour videos ever made just just the trailer you know because it's it's got about the same length as uh resurgence mm. they're pretty i don't know the exact minute but uh but they feel like the same length of video, although because of the intro for Unbound and kind of the it it has a it has more of like a roller coaster effect mm -hmm. to the to the edit. Like it it um, it builds up and then it kind of has like some downplay and then it builds up again. Uh, so for a it's like a long trailer, but it doesn't feel long and it and it feels right. enjoyable. Whereas what you were saying about uh resurgence is just kind of the whole the whole video is just up here the whole time yeah redlining <laughs> the whole time i'm like basically like i had four cups of coffee um yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah I, I just felt like un unbound for for a video like if you wanted to and maybe this was the intention if, if they wanted to show it to audiences that don't do parkour it's perfect yeah like that's that's the kind of edit you want to put together yeah exactly um I don't know what else to say. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know what the, what else what to was say. I, well, I guess uh, you know, same thing we said about uh, resurgence. What, what was the most surprising moment of that? Um, that whole edit for you. Uh, um, it was cool seeing. Well, it wasn't cool seeing this, but when Dylan took that like meaty like crane. Is that, like, I wonder if that's. Shot I wonder if that's oh. like the the finish of that challenge, or if he does it again. Well, apparently he hurt his foot on it, so I don't know if he okay. did it again. Um, but that, yeah, it just looks massive and it's like, oh, oh, like why would anybody do that? There's also, uh, I don't know if you picked up on it. Excuse me. Uh, he, he descends, uh, Brooklyn Zoo or Brooklyn Beast. I did not see this. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I only know because, uh, I was, uh, someone told me that he did it. And I, and I, when he does it in the, in the trailer, I'm like, oh, that's where it is. But there's a, there's a part where it's like, you can see uh behind view of Dylan and he's like jumping down mm -hmm. and you see a cityscape in the background. Oh yeah. 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 That's on top of, uh, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. Pretty sure I'm getting, I'm getting the facts right here. But yeah, he, uh, when, cool. when they, when they visited there, Dylan Baker just figured that he could work something out where he gets from uh, the top of that three or four story building to the ground pretty fast. And they only oh, show like a little, they only show a little glimmer of it too. They only show like him just kind of starting up from the top. So that looked pretty epic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. I don't even know what to say anymore. I, I, this, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be epic just based on, I mean, if, if they don't even release the film, like, I just want to watch the trailer again right now. I just yeah. we don't have a monitor facing this. This sucks, but I don't know. Maybe Derek is hooking up people with clips of it. But I, I, I just want to see. <laughs> he's turning around a monitor for us. All right. <clears throat> I don't know if people have time for this. Oh, cool. We're watching it. 
Anyway, yeah, uh, Alex is in this. Yeah, so that, that's that's what I'm talking about, Ray. Right? Here oh, we go, okay. Dylan Baker dropping down. All right, yeah. that's what that was. And so that's at the Brooklyn Zoo. Yeah, or whatever they're calling that gym now. I don't know. Yeah, it's a zoo. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, just thought, like I don't I don't want to talk about my favorite parts of the video. I just want to enjoy. I just I think just as an edit as a as an edit piece, it's one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> to to come out of parkour. So, um, well done again, Giles and crew. Well done. Giles mm. is on everything. Dude, he's like he's, he's killing like, it. He's the parkour producer. <laughs> um, I just feel lazy thinking about all the stuff that Giles is creating. Well, Giles doesn't have to run a gym. Yeah. Yet, <laughs> he's got, <laughs> he's got a clothing line, and then you know he's gonna open Giles' gym. <laughs> anyway, I guess I shouldn't feel totally lazy because we finally got our uh, our league tour announced. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, um, we got we got more stuff coming out. We just wanted to make sure that that information is out there for those of you that need to buy plane tickets and and whatnot. Cool. So. League tour. We're going to be in Orlando in uh, April. Soon. A uh, month. One month. Mm-hmm. Um, almost exactly I'm one month. Gonna, I'm yeah. pretty sure I remember all the dates, but I'm just going to pull it up just so I don't totally mess up here. Yeah, so uh, so Orlando, uh, we're going to be at uh, Urban Ninja Parkour Gym. Uh, should be a fun event. I was there actually for the first time in, uh, December or January. I can't remember earlier this year. And, uh, it's a pretty cool setup. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff that we can do with, um, putting together an event. You got a date for us. <laughs> That's April 22nd and 23rd and it's both days. So what we're trying to do with, uh, a lot of the competitions, uh, for the qualifiers and for NEPC this year is we're doing them as multiple day events. Uh, in the past, we've tried to squeeze everything into one day and it ends up being, when we do a live stream, it ends up being a longer broadcast. So we're doing it in across multiple days. Yeah. Which feels kind of risky, but we're doing it anyways. Yeah. So we're going to actually be uh, bringing our live stream kit over to uh, to all the rest of the events that we have coming up. So we're going to be able to stream the event. And uh, if you can't make it for whatever reason, then you're going to get a chance to watch it. Um, but you're not going to be able to compete on in the yeah. event. So <laughs> we'll, just, we'll, just, uh, we'll just quickly touch on some of the other events that we already kind of mentioned. Uh, Orlando. Uh, it's the Orlando Parkour Open at Urban Ninja. That's April 22nd, 23rd. At Hub, the one and only Hub, some other phony hubs out there, but uh, the one and only Hub in Boston, Hub Parkour Training Center, May 6th and 7th is the Eastern Parkour Championships. I went there last year. Uh, Lots of that that brings out all the East Coast talent. Yeah, that was uh, that was a really fun event. It was a difficult one to put together <laughs> um, because we were there on short notice basically but mm. um but this year um it should be even better 
Yeah, we're also uh, Dylan, Dylan Pullen, owner of uh, owner of Hub. He's uh, he's been talking about trying to get some outdoor elements to the courses. Yeah. So that'll be something to look forward to if you've if you've been there before for either an event uh, or just to the gym. Uh, there might be a couple of uh, new surprises in store. Those guys really like to put effort into building new things for events too. So yeah. if you've been there before for an event, expect something different at this one. All right. Uh, then we have June 4th and 5th. We're going uh, our only Canadian event this year, other than uh, <laughs> other than the other than NAPC, which is uh, going to be at Breathe Parkour, their their new South location, which is a massive gym, uh, and that's going to be the Canadian Parkour Championships in Calgary, Calgary, Alberta, Cowtown. Yeah. I actually haven't been to Calgary yet. So oh, you haven't? Gonna, yeah. This is going to be my first time. Yeah, I'm excited. <clears throat> it's. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Calgary is nice. It's uh, <laughs> uh, oddly enough, I I find Calgary to be a lot like Portland. Okay. Yeah. It's mm. a you know it's it's a smaller city. Uh, it's got like a village kind of vibe to it. Smaller city. I thought yeah. Calgary was like huge. Like not nah, smaller than Vancouver, dude. Like the actual coverage of like maybe. Oh, I don't know about that, but it's like but it's top population wise, like oh, it's it's okay. not as uh not as big and bustling. So, yeah, um, that's going to be, again, June 4th, June, f uh, June 4th and 5th, uh, Canadian Parkour Championships, Breathe Parkour in Calgary. Breathe, Par Breathe Parkour Southern location because they actually have, they have three gyms in Alberta. Uh, and then we have uh, July 15th. Uh, at, that's going to be a one-day event uh, because that's going to be an outdoor competition uh, hosted by Parkour Visions in Seattle. July 15th and that's going to be the Western Parkour Championships. Yeah. We'll be doing that at the uh, Waterfront Park again this year? Yeah. Potentially at a slightly different location. Cool. So that should be fun. We can't say for sure yet, but that it, it was so cool to do an outdoor competition on actual like concrete structures and things like yeah. the the Parkour Visions crew, you know, they they're able to bring uh, so much gear from their gym so easily. They have so much modular equipment they can bring out to events, but just having actual real walls and stuff just really created a very unique event. So that was very cool last that year. That was really cool to be a part of. Um, really happy that um, we were able to do an outdoor event. There's like, it's such a such a rare opportunity. <clears throat> All right. And then finally, uh, August 25th to 27th in Vancouver, right here at Origins Parkour. NAPC five. So day one, August twenty fifth is going to be a long day because we're doing qualifiers for all three events for men and women's divisions. And then the twenty sixth and the twenty seventh will be NAPC will be the the finals. The main event. The main events of yeah. the evening. <laughs> the the main evening events. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I think we plugged that enough. Yeah, you think? <laughs> well, enough enough here on SDS. Yeah, uh, we got we got some more uh, things coming up with last year's footage as well. We have tons of 4K footage that we recorded from last year's NEPC we haven't released yet, so uh, you have that to look forward to. As soon as uh, enough of us can get behind computers and start editing, mm -hmm. I just need to hire. I need Giles's help. <laughs> Giles. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, should we go to questions? I think that's... Uh, oh, hey, Siri, what's that? <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> should, we, should we maybe go to some questions? I'm going to... Um, any questions or comments, you can leave in the comment thread. I know we didn't announce that we were doing today's show. We uh, just wanted to make it happen. No technical difficulties today that I'm aware of? Derek, can you confirm? Not really. <laughs> Not, you can't really confirm or... <laughs> or we didn't not worth talking about all right cool Whoa, that's me all right yeah let's look whoa okay some stuff going um okay it's at sid more 2 a.m i don't understand 215 okay streamers dad starting now da -da -da. all right again if uh if you watch this show live thanks so much uh we will keep doing this for as long as you guys keep watching. So uh, if you if you want this show to grow and get better, please give it a like, leave a comment. Uh, most importantly, share it on social media with your friends. That helps us out a ton. All right, let's, uh, what do we got here? Um, a lot of comments, not a lot of questions. Tom Taylor is going to be posting the league tour on his w new website, Jump Disclosure, which I'm just going to go ahead and give a plug. I don't know actually the full um, website URL. Oh, his website is Jump Disclosure? Yeah. Oh, okay. I saw I saw a link for that on Facebook for one of the uh, competitions in Boston. Oh, okay. And for some reason, just the way the Facebook page looked, I thought it was actually uh, a page that they had made. Oh, okay. That Hub had made. I didn't know that was actually the yeah, name yeah. of Yeah, Tom his, Taylor, uh, he's, uh, that's, well, I guess it was kind of just like parkour calendar or whatever, and then he just, you know, or parkour event calendar, and then he just decided to make it jump disclosure, which is cool. Um, it's cool to have a hub of, oh, I use the, <laughs> it's cool to have a hub of all the, um, the, uh, the events that are happening around the world, um, competitions, jams, whatever, because um, it's really it's really easy to get lost in uh, in the events that are happening around. So it's cool that he's putting it all in one spot. Okay, we got uh, a quick question about, uh, I guess it's not a quick question, but uh, one question about uh, women's qualifiers. So women's qualifiers, why we're doing women's qualifiers at uh, some events and not others. So this doesn't mean that we're not going to be doing a women's competition at uh at the qualifying events or as part of the tour, each each location will definitely have a women's division and a women's competition. Not each event will be taking qualifiers to move on to NAPC. Um, we simply look at a map. Uh, we, we look at where we've been, uh, who we know that basically has talent from out there, and we, that's how we make our decision for how many qualifiers. So this, this affects the men as well. Uh, if you look at the, the schedule and the details, we have some events where it's we're only qualifying um, one one male competitor out of a whole competition, and at some other events we're qualifying two or three. Uh, because the men's division is ultimately going to be bigger, uh, we can afford to have more uh, male qualifiers at uh, the end of events uh, than, than we can for women. So uh, we just had to choose based on uh, geography and kind of where we've been. We haven't been down to... Um, down to uh, Orlando yet to do a competition. So this will be the first time out there. Uh, and none of this stuff is really set in stone either. Uh, if uh, all of a sudden we're overwhelmed, I think, by uh, a women's competition, we would uh, put forth a qualifier. Just, it, just, it just makes sense. You know, we, don't, we, can, we can basically change this on the fly as we need to. 
Yeah, I, I, a big part of it is um, we want to make sure we can maximize the 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 talent that comes to NAPC. So uh, we want to make sure that we left spots open for the on-site qualifiers um, because it's more likely. Well, we think it's more <laughs> our assessment is that it's probably going to be more likely that a that high level. Of uh, female talent will come out to the NAPC on-site qualifiers than uh, a, a smaller um, qualifier that we're doing um, outside of NAPC. So. Yeah, we, we decided to stack the uh, the on-site qualifier uh, to make sure that we we leave room for international talent. That's basically yeah. it. Is. We, we figure there's going to be a bigger turnout. Uh, we're, we're unsure what sort of... Um, what sort of turnout will will happen in Orlando? Uh, just talking about last year's experience in Boston, for example, uh, we had one woman show up to compete, um, and it doesn't in Boston uh, in, in Boston for for for, uh, for freestyle, yeah. Um, and then uh, she ended up not finishing the competition. Uh, so it it's hard to justify doing a qualifier when you only have one person show up because it's basically an auto, becomes an automatic qualifier. Yeah. Uh, you it, you have to compete to get in, <laughs> and if there's no competition, then we're not just gonna okay you for a qualifying spot for uh, the North American Parkour Championships. Uh, <laughs> also, to add, we are doing uh, women's school, skill qualifiers. So uh, if you go on uh, Sport Parkour League on Facebook, there's a whole description of events, and you can see what which events are doing uh, qualifiers for women on there for, for skill, which is, uh, something we've never done before. Yeah. Anything, anything you want to add to that? Um, no, I think we covered it. All right. Next, um, <laughs> a question about, uh, will you guys make more origins method videos? Yeah, actually that's on, um, that's on a list of things to, to do. I actually have a couple made that we just haven't put out yet, but, uh, uh, doing, we do intend on finishing 52 of those videos. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we want to make them quality, and I think we uh, uh, we took a little bit of a break from them because we realized we were just kind of recording videos, and they weren't always giving the best. So we always want to make sure that uh, uh, for those particular videos, the uh, the mission behind them was to put out uh, quick, short, uh, instructional videos where we kind of talk about one thing, but it's one thing that's not super intuitive to practicing a skill. So kind of zeroing in on one. Uh, trend of a of a skill or a, a method of practice in parkour and and just talking about it for a minute and trying to come up with some something that you can immediately add to your training. Um, obviously, doing that um, every week is uh, is a bit of a challenge, but we will be getting back on it. Yeah, so there's a lot of things we're juggling right now, but uh, it's definitely something that we we want to make sure we uh, get back to. So it'll happen soon enough. Uh, okay, we got another one more question here. Uh, not really a question, though. This is the thoughts on training alone versus training with friends. I don't know if that's a question so much as <laughs> can you talk about it? <laughs> yeah, um, I like training with my friends. Um, there's times when I'm uh, when I'm training where I just want to be left alone. <laughs> um, 
and there's there's value to training alone for sure um the the motivation has to come from somewhere else um sometimes it's it's easier to be motivated to do a jump when a friend of yours is trying it with you or they're they're like telling you yeah yeah you got it or or whatever wherever it is that you know your group of friends uses to motivate people but um if you are training alone you have to find that motivation somewhere else you have to find it from within like find figure out why you want to do the jump and um and you know I'm, if it's a really scary like skill to do then uh you know you got to break through that fear barrier that and i think it's a lot harder to do it when you're doing it alone versus when you're around friends um so uh, those are my thoughts i guess um I prefer small group training. I, I don't really like to train at big jams. I usually use jams as a way to socialize. Um, those are my thoughts. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts, Renee? Uh, just, just one really. Uh, it's when when we kind of talk about this. It's not. I, I think we could go on and on about reflecting on. I feel this way when I train alone. I feel this way when I don't. Uh, I th my 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 opinion is that if you want to make improvements, uh, you're only going to be able to do that by yourself. Uh, so, if the only times you train is when people are around or when you have training partners, you're probably not training very often, um, and you're probably not getting better all around. So you you might be able to get better at what you enjoy, um, but as far as improving as an athlete, like all all around skill uh that takes that takes a lot of time spent alone uh drilling things working on skills not necessarily making lines for instagram and stuff um but actually training I actually think, uh, drilling stuff i think the word you're looking for is discipline yes <laughs> parkour is a discipline <laughs> you must be disciplined <laughs> to improve right <laughs> All right, man. I I, uh, I don't want to take any more questions. I think we're yeah. uh, we're we're gonna quit on that. Um, if you have any uh, questions or comments for next week, though, please leave them in the comments below. Once again, if you're watching this, uh, thanks so much. We appreciate you. Please uh, give us a like if you like today's episode. Leave a comment and uh, share it with your friends. That's it for me, Renee, Tom. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>